0: Well, welcome back to another episode of the Three Little Things podcast. We're going to do something a little bit fun today, and we're actually going to pretend that we're way back at episode one and we're going to start from scratch. We're going to dive into this as if it was brand new. And I mean, I guess the reason we want to do that is because we felt like we've grown a lot over the last 12 months of having this podcast. And we've been able to interview and speak on topics that have just been really interesting and what we feel is really valuable to you guys as our listeners. And when we kind of look back over the episodes, we realize that that first, that very first episode probably just wasn't enough. And, you know, we started it, we did it, we did episode one, but we're going to sort of
1: rewind time and we're going to start again, I guess. Would you say, Lily? Is that... Yeah. Yeah. Because um, Fiddle Little Things has grown up a little bit now, so we're sort of... um, we're not, we're not toddlers or newborns anymore, we're sort of, um, oh, we've we've gone into, say, um, kindergarten, do you think? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, we've, yeah we've graduated first, and yeah. we're going to go, yeah. Yeah, so we've got up a little bit, and what really came to me was that when we first began it, um, it was to actually combat some of the, the negativity that was around us during that lockdown um, late. 2021, and also because of my own frustration regarding some of the information that wasn't getting out there, because a lot of it was about crisis care and and fear, and as we all know, um, two opposing factors, love and fear, fear gets things um, moving, Mm. we would love to have love as a motivation, but all the research shows that um, it comes um, second to fear, to getting people um, excited, unfortunately. So we launched this program to try to help our general public understand how they can take a bit more agency over their own health. And since then, I think we've had some remarkable guests, haven't we, Sarah? Mm, you we know, have they range from um, nutritionists, educators, psychologists, psychologists yeah, yeah. meditation coach. Yes. Yeah. Who
0: else have we had?
1: Uh, we've, had a, a yeah. we've had a swim coach, a swim coach as well. Um, we had Anna as well. Yes, yeah, a yeah. breathing um, person who's a singer, a professional singer. Also, um, oh, Dr. Bill, who's yeah. um, our ENT surgeon. Archie, exercise physiologist, yeah, I know. Course. Yeah, yeah. Um, it just goes on, it doesn't does, it? Oh, it? does, and, and It's quite uh, a list. And young Matt, who was all about um, death and dying and attachment. Mm. So we've sort of um, gone around the universe with all kinds of different, yeah, very interesting and guests. And something for everyone, too. Mm-hmm. I think that was... Something
0: we were keen to do was every episode could be standalone if you wanted it to be and people could pick and choose what they wanted Mm. and there was no obligation to listen to anything or everything but just to, yeah,
1: I guess our gift and our, you know, Mm. um, adding some value to the people in our community. And also having a bank of information that we could say to our patients. So we know we had a doula um, for Mm. several episodes and so we have so many pregnant patients as um, our community probably knows. And we can say, good, listen to that doula episode. You know, That's what may happen on Labor Day, you know, or um, Mm. if you run into trouble with all Mm. kinds of um, problems, what might you um, do during... um, Um, pre prenatal care etc etc so I thought it was a really good information bank for some of our patients going through some uh, of the individual issues yeah definitely Um, and also we were trying to introduce the whole concept of the triad of health Mm. which is uh, the biomechanical or physical part of us the biochemical part of us Mm -hmm. and then our mental emotional health and the whole um, idea of using magazine words that we were trying to throw out there, magazine words meaning words we wanted to see in everyday um, comfortable use, so yeah. homeostasis being one of them. Massive, yeah. Mm. And what else on the other magazine was Yeah, that?
0: we. I mean, we talked a lot about... Um, Oh, gosh, now i just totally... Vagal tone. Vagal tone, uh, parasympathetic, yeah. sympathetic. We did primitive reflexes as well. Yeah, that was great. Um, we did a lot of, like, we did that cerebellar episodes. We were talking about, you know all that beautiful brain stuff and those neuroscience words and vestibular function, yeah, balance, balance, feedback, feed forward, feed forward. Yeah. Yes. That was a big one. We talked a lot about that. Um, you've written a beautiful word down on your piece of paper, Lily. But we talked a lot about nourishment, you mm. know, fueling our athletes, fueling our babies and how to feed them. And, mm. um, yeah. And when you were just talking then about the triad of health, I was co- sort of flicking through the episodes in my mind and we really have touched on, all aspects of the triad which I think is really great like we've done you know like we said we've had psychologists and nutritionists and all sorts kind of come in they've really touched on all three key components or three pillars of the triad um,
1: yeah and the thing the reason why I felt we were doing this again Sarah just just um, well because we were talking off air was I don't think we really, in the end, um, spruced our stuff much, did we? You know, yeah. Because we were so interested in our guests. I thought to myself, gee, we didn't even talk about chiropractic.
0: Yeah. And it's funny, <laughs> right? Because that's been probably the number one bit of feedback that we've received. And the number one question that we've been asked is, tell me more about chiropractic. And when are we going to get more Lily and Sarah topics or Lily and Sarah episodes, should I say? Um, and I've had a number of guests recently, which I guess prompted this, like, uh, you know, us deciding that we would re-record this episode as well. Asking me, you know, what does pediatric chiropractic look like? What does chiropractic look like for this? And how can a chiropractor help me in this area? You know, all different sort of areas. And yeah, I guess it made us ask mm. ourselves: Well, have we really
1: shared much about that, mm. and much about what chiropractic is? And and when you um, live within the system, you know. So I've been. This is my 38th year in practice because I'm so old and <laughs> I love it. And and you're so young. You've been out two years. Mm. Um, because we're so deep into it, we forget to explain or look up sometimes because yeah. we just go, oh, you don't know what it is. I get it. You think we crack bones. Oh, okay. Well, why do we crack bones? You yeah. know I mean, there is a reason why we actually adjust a segment. Yeah. And I feel that that direct link between that neuron mm-hmm. in the in the joint, which is called joint mechanoreceptor, the big fat nerves that conduct information that... Um, 120 meters per second, when that joint is affrontated or stimulated, a corresponding neuron in the brain lights up. Yeah. So you have all these what sort are of called um, immediate early gene responses, the mitochondrial changes, it just keeps that neuron happy. So without something too simplistic, what you don't use, you do lose. Mm. You know, yeah. those, those neurons do die off if they don't get stimulated from the periphery, from our bodies. Mm-hmm. In fact, they've done studies too now where they've shown that um, in some cases of dementia where there's a part of the brain that um, atrophies or dies off, it actually does correspond with that part of the body that hasn't moved chronically um, hmm. for years and years. So basically, um, the sticky part of your body, the sticky joint. You yeah. Know, you know. yeah. So we might go back to that... Um, episode we did on structure do you remember Sarah I think did. episode three, three or yeah, four maybe yeah, yeah really yeah. early on and that was funny you did, you did um Gate in that one too we did didn't gait? Yeah. yeah we talked about posture mm. um, yeah and primitive reflexes yeah because um that brought in the whole concept of why we actually need a good brain mm. so besides the brain controlling the body you know um duh. anyway um <laughs> We need a good brain to actually control our brainstem urges. So we discussed those, I think, in the primitive reflex episode and maybe another one, I can't remember. Yeah,
0: maybe in, I don't know, yeah. We discussed
1: ADD and ADHD maybe. We did, yeah. Yeah, so I mean, you know, the human brain doesn't um, fully wire till you know, the second or third decade really. Yeah. In the meantime, all those brainstem responses are... um, very challenging, you know, mm-hmm. so we usually say the three Fs, you know, mm-hmm. feed them, fight them, uh, procreate with them, and and without a good cortex, those impulses um, come out to play more. Yeah. And I think we also mentioned um, that little fist sort of um, diagram that a lot of psychologists use. Who, yeah. Do you want to describe that the fist that we... Um,
0: yeah. This picture. It, yeah. Well, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but it's as in the thumb as the brainstem. That's right. And then you the wrap part. your fingers. Yeah, yeah. Wrap your fingers around that as the cortex
1: of that's the brain. That's right. Yeah. yeah. So that's what the cortex does. It sort of keeps the um, the brainstem um, quiet. Yeah. But when the cortex is not working well and flies away, um, the, brainstem the brainstem comes to play. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. So a lot of our care in chiropractic is to deal with um, having a healthy cortex. Mm. So yeah, I mean, people come in with pain. But that's because pain is actually a signal. It's the brain saying um, something's not quite something's right here. Yeah. You don't want to deal with it. Yeah. So yeah. So I guess in a nutshell, I guess that's what chiropractic is, isn't it? Mm. Feedback, feed forward. yeah. yeah. Um, and I think, yeah, as you said before,
0: a lot of people who maybe haven't experienced chiropractic or haven't sort of ever come across it, I think that it's, you know, we crack bones mm-hmm. and that's what we do. Um, but you're so right, it's, it's really all about the brain, essentially, mm. and we're using other parts of the body, we're using the spine to influence that, but um, it's all about the brain, yeah. and really our brain or our cortex,
1: it governs everything we do. Yeah. And also so, um, just a, the, the regulation of our, say, sympathetics and parasympathetics, we use those words as magazine words too mm. in episode one, um sympathetics being yeah fight
0: and flight fight flight freeze um and i think most of us can relate to living a little bit sympathetically yeah um our world is so chaotic i think we you know you'll listen to it in our episode with greg that we released last time last week but we talk about the frenzy of this time of year as well and how chaotic it is and i think that amplifies that sympathetic response but it's yeah that fight flight freeze um, and it's that real stress response of the body as well, versus our parasympathetic being our rest, our rest and digest, and our calm system. Mm. Um, and I know for me and you both, Lee, really, we obviously see a wide range of patients in here, from newborn babies to you know 100 year olds, and everyone um, can enjoy some of that stimulation of that parasympathetic system. And we get to do that through our adjustments as well, really helping yet yeah, that body tap into that calm system that we
1: have, that parasympathetic system. Mm
0: to yeah, be able to function that little
1: mm. bit better. And so nerve endings which are on the body's surface um, can help us to establish vagal tone. Yeah. And as we know the vagus nerve is that um, you know cranial nerve that travels in the brainstem all the way down to our gut and mm-hmm. to our abdominal organs. Yeah. And and the vagus nerve helps us to stay in that um, healing, digesting um, phase of our lives. Yeah. So I guess that's that's why, you know, when um when November two oh two one was around um, a lot of people had forgotten how to access um, their own body's innate healing response mm. so i guess that was why we we launched it didn't we just yeah. to make sure people sort of got in touch with with um what they could actually do yeah yeah not not live in fear the whole time of um some other small little piece of rna uh, yeah. appearing because that's going to happen every you know Two minutes. Yeah. Yeah. Everything. Everything is mutating as we speak. Yeah. So we just have to be good within ourselves, and when we um, when we're good within ourselves, we actually mount a pretty healthy immune response.
0: Mm. I think that's. <laughs> so. the,
1: I mean, the classic example of the last couple of years has been that. But
0: I know for me, I'm seeing kids now who would come. Or you know, a few months ago, they were coming in with cold, regular winter colds and flus, and I I always found it quite humbling and quite a surprise to me that. People, yeah, they, we panic when we get sick or we go, we you know, oh no, we have a cold, it's it's a bad thing. Um, whereas I see that as quite a great, quite a good thing. It's quite a, a good insight into how someone's immune system is functioning and how our body, as you said before, has that innate ability to heal. Mm. You know, we'll have a cold, our body will mount an immune response, we'll get over that cold and we'll go back to being, you know, our yeah. healthy, happy self. And Helping people be aware, for me, helping people be aware of their body's ability to do that mm. is quite magical, I yeah, think. Yeah. And I, that's one of my favourite bits about being a chiropractor is just helping that person understand how well they can
1: feel and how their body is responsible and has the capacity to do that. Yeah, and also showing them the, the techniques because um, as we as we all know, there's so many lymphatic vessels in our bodies and um, they have to flow well and, and work well mm. for the person to actually um, get their own macrophages back in the area to, you know, destroy the old um, debris and move on. So, you know, all those lymphatic techniques have been lost over the years. Mm-hmm. They, they they were sort of um, an everyday thing that probably some ancient cultures might have done. I mean, even good old chest percussion. Yeah. I mean, how many times do we show <laughs> moms and dads that and go, right, there's a YouTube for this, you yeah. know, Google that and yeah. do that. And kids love it. They, do. they Yeah. yeah. They get better. They is, do, which yeah. Which is mostly important. Exactly. So I think we've actually done um, done a reasonable job explaining um, mm. the triad of health. Yeah. Done a reasonable um, job explaining why we should reset our nervous systems on a regular basis. Because mm. we do ask, well, I get asked every so often by people, oh, how come we keep, you know, how? why do we keep coming back? Yeah, yeah. Well, I think, well, your nails grow, your hair grows. You know I mean? Do you need them maintained? I don't know. It's up to you. Um, Your teeth um, need cleaning by the dentist. Do you you go to a dentist every so many months? That's up to you too. So I don't need anyone to come back. Mm -hmm. I just know that when I get adjusted, my body just feels so much better and I and my nerves gets a huge reset yeah so yeah no so definitely a personal choice whether people come back or not yeah and
0: you're so right you know some people will come every fortnight and have Mm. an adjustment some people come every month just to maintain that. Other people will come when there's an issue and everyone has the right to choose that. Mm. Um, but yeah, I feel exactly the same. I know when I'm adjusted, my body functions better so I can be better in my sport and in my gym.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, but I can also be better in my thinking. I'm a better chiropractor or practitioner for it. Mm. I'm just, I'm a better person as well. My mood is better. My sleep
1: is better. Mm. All those sort of functions that my body is just capable of doing are better. And, and yesterday, um, there was a talk in our practice given by two exercise physiologists regarding osteoporosis in the latest research and so on and so forth. So um, we do have talks in our practice, um, you know, by other practitioners. But one word that came to mind, which was the word nourishment, mm. right, which um, you mentioned earlier on. And the thing is, um, without a good nerve supply or blood supply to an area, that cell or body part has no nourishment. So, you know, it's like flooding a dead horse, basically, yeah. isn't it? So yeah. In a, in a very simplistic sense, um, chiropractic and other, you know, so-called um, similar techniques try to do that, yeah. you know, make the tissue healthy yeah. and let's get that um, bit of body to, to get better. Mm. Mm. So there's several techniques that we do here, as our patients know, regarding um, looking at various organs, you know, bringing blood flow to the area, using heat packs in different areas. Yeah. You know, so those are the kind of things I would like people to understand more so they don't feel so lost when something goes wrong.
0: Yeah. Mm. Yeah,
1: they can help themselves. That's right. Yeah. And I feel quite a few of our episodes you know with different guests might have covered it, but I just wanted to put it in one place here today. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. And I guess on that same path, because I feel like a big example of that for us is when new parents bring in babies mm-hmm. and we can give parents or the carers things that they can do to help that child yeah. as well. Um, But a question I get asked a lot is
1: what is paediatric chiropractic and are you cracking babies? No, that's definitely a big no-no. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know where that urban myth came from and yeah this is the problem with a lot of memes and social media you know i i'm just slightly anti well slightly i am anti-social media <laughs> yeah. however we all have to be on it but unfortunately some of the worst things make their way to to social mm. media so yeah maybe that has happened to some babies yeah but no we're not we're not a fan <laughs> no it's
0: yeah it's super gentle it's so
1: weird yeah. yeah um and like we've explained already it's about their nervous system mm-hmm. essentially mm-hmm. yeah and also we we help the parents do things at home because to me you know that's they're the most important people in a child's life in the first yeah. thousand days you know I mean that's who their carers are yeah. hopefully you know yeah Yeah, and you're so right you know what 15 minutes in here with us mm. you know
0: 24 hours a day is gonna with the parents is definitely yeah. gonna outweigh what we you know the small amount of time we get with that child so yeah. for yeah. sure it is about you know um
1: giving the parents tools and strategies yeah. to help them. Yeah, it's very yeah. safe. I mean, um, as you know, when you went to uni here, there were quite a few students from Norway, so mm. right? Yeah. yeah. And and in a lot of Scandinavian countries, a lot of people um, go to their chiropractors first when they have pain, and then the chiro then refers them off to whoever else they need to go to. So yeah. the traction is definitely um, more apparent in, in some European countries. Yeah, definitely. It's just that there's always um, Several political hurdles to <laughs> to jump over in this country. Yeah, and, and I will put a plug in for um, for the Medicare rebate Which I think it's fantastic. So right now we get five um, Subsidized Medicare visits from um, Medicare if the medical doctor signs a particular form for them yeah. an EPC form but I would like to agitate for that to be 12 to 20. Mm. So we're quite a cheap profession to to run, you know, because um, I know my psychologists' um, friends, um, they will be given, say, 20 subsidised visits by the government at $130 per hour. Yeah. Our visits are only, um, Medicare gives us back, say, something like $55. So. Yeah. To me, down the line is when that cost actually is realized. Yeah. You know, so, you know, chronic hip problems, knee problems, chronic diseases, you know, can we not start when someone is very young yeah. so that when they are 50, 60, 70, 80, and beyond, they're not going to cost um, the health system hundreds of thousands of yeah. yeah. It's so true. And that, again
0: chiropractic is very big on preventative medicine mm. and you know very much looking at the body holistically to prevent anything like like you were saying before you know those sticky joints you know mm. if those sticky joints don't move for long enough they become fused or they become chronic areas of discomfort and mm. it would, like not mo- not mobile um but you're, yeah you're so right if we can get onto that so much earlier if everybody was having some form of chiropractic mm. or similar care from a young age it would be quite amazing to see the difference that would have as yeah. you Say in their sort of sixth, seventh, or eighth decade of
1: life. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I guess it's a bit of a plug, really, isn't it, for for that? Yeah. Which um, you know, like a lot of times, government change, governments change policy because there's a designer community. Mm-hmm. So I am not anti anything. I'm not anti drugs. I'm not anti surgery. I mean, they are. They all have their place. Correct. But yeah. I feel sometimes where everyone's scrambling at the bottom of a cliff. You know, and I admire ambulance drivers. Yeah. I know our first responders, don't get me wrong. But I would like people to start thinking about their bodies um, above the cliff.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. You know, so going, right, there's a cliff. Mm. Shall we fall off or shall we stay on the cliff? You know, we we do have some kind of choice. Mm. So I guess um, our profession wants to help people stay admiring the view on top of the cliff, looking into the horizon. Mm. <laughs> having, you know, staying your, well yeah staying yeah. well exactly yeah. Mm. so yeah shall we um maybe have our, some little things today <laughs> some little
0: things <laughs> i Absolutely. like that so lily put it to me i don't know was it yesterday or the day before that we should both come up with three little things mm. to take away which i thought was an awesome idea until i couldn't think of three little things to come up with but <laughs> i feel like my three little things are. Uh, Do you want to do yours first or do am want to do mine first? You can do yours first. Okay. I I mean, I guess where my kind of head is at at the moment is like how we can be our best self, I guess, and how for me in our world chiropractic fits into that. So I'm going to steal your word and, you know, nourishment for me is the biggest thing. And I feel like that taps into every aspect of life. You know, we need to nourish ourselves physically, be that coming to a chiropractor or going to the gym or whatever it is for that person or both. Um, we need to nourish ourselves nutritionally, we need to nourish ourselves emotionally as well. Um, And I think for me, when I am nourishing myself in all aspects of my life, that's when I feel the best and that's when I can be my best. So for me, it's figuring out how to nourish yourself is my first little thing. Um, My second little thing is about openness, I guess. And again, I can filter this into a lot of the episodes that we've recorded is just being about, you know, being open to new experiences and being open to receiving and giving as well. Um, and when I think back to our episodes, you know, even the episodes we did with Brooke, when we were talking about, you know, Brooke as in um, the doula, we were talking about birth and stuff like that. To me, that was really opening for a lot of my friends who aren't yet in that world of giving birth or being around babies, but it opened their mind to understanding and educating themselves in areas that they may not have been interested in. Um, or similar you know being open to receiving other things in life and not kind of going through life feeling closed and kind of guarded I guess so nourishment and openness and what's gonna be my third little thing
1: Hmm. I can jump in and maybe give a couple too so that we can um, wrap up together Um, for me it's about collaboration and respect that's my first little thing you know so um, this is, as I say, my fourth decade in practice, because I've graduated when I was 12, okay, right, so <laughs> let's put it out there. Um, so collaboration and respect, because in the 38 years I've been in practice, I have sent so many patients to so many different practitioners mm-hmm. because I feel that they're a better fit or they're also part of the team, the care team for this patient. So they can range from people within the medical profession to um, people who are respected really highly, like homeopaths, naturopaths, mm. and so on, you know, and acupuncturists, et cetera, et cetera. So sorry if I haven't mentioned somebody, but, um, you know, we do have a long list of people who, who I interrefer refer to, and I really respect their, um, their expertise and their opinions. Um, the other thing I found really invaluable over the last eight years is is listening mm. because when when we listen and ask the right questions, the person actually gives us their diagnosis or it really, really helps us to to figure out how best to assist them yeah. or be part of their team. And, or not part of the team, for that matter. So I feel a lot of people are so full of their own agendas, they don't actually listen. Mm. So I feel for me it's, it's really, really important to just um, ask the right questions and listen to the responses. Yeah. Um, and the last thing for me is that I really love young people. You know, I think my job as an old person really is to step aside and let young people walk in and, and establish themselves. So. By the same token, I think old people need to stay current. Mm. There's nothing uh, charming about somebody who's stuck in the dark ages. You know, I find some attitudes um, need to go in the bin. You know, and I think every thirty years um, the trends seem to change. The way we bring up children changes. Mm. The way we feed people changes the way we treat each other and how we speak to each other, that the way we refer to each other changes. Yeah. So I really feel staying current is something that um, we can all do. So, yeah, my three little things is collaboration and respect, uh, listening, yeah, and um, staying current.
0: Yeah, I love that. Mine, to recap and to add my third, is nourishment, Second one is being open-minded and having an openness to new opportunities. And my third one is to stay present and have fun. And we were talking about this off-air, is staying in our own lane and how important that is to stick to your own values and have your own lane of, you know, passion or purpose. Um, But to do that with some fun and to not kind of get stuck in the rat race and the chaos of life. Mm. Um, And that, for me, I constantly remind myself of that, of just, you know, being here, being present, staying in my lane and just being true to that. Um, and that's going to be good for some people. It's not going to be good for others. And, yeah, not trying to impress anyone um, and just having some fun. I mm. think just, yeah, having fun and enjoying yourself Yeah, is, yeah, well, I mean, it's a good dopamine hit. But it's just a good part of life, you know, when we can laugh and enjoy ourselves and have fun.
1: Yeah, self-care. Mm. So I guess the next few episodes, um, Dr. Bill has promise us um, our ENT yes, um, yes. surgeon promise an episode on um allergies, allergies. Yeah. Yeah. so we will yeah. um, hit him up and then we've got Dr. Andrea. We who do. Is we're going to talk about menopause. Menopause, Which yep. I know is a hot topic. That's right. I've had lots right. of people ask me for that. Yep, yep. And then um, being an elite netballer yourself, you you did promise us a well-known name. but yes. We haven't heard back from her. Yes, so. we will get to we'll, – mm-hmm.
0: I will chase that over the – the um, coming into the new year. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I think there's also a couple that we could line up on things like um, – sleep and stress. I did also say I do one on the five hormonal imbalances, the five yes. S's of hormonal imbalances. Yeah. Yep. So we can do that as mm-hmm. well. Yep. Um,
1: yeah. Um yeah. And a weaving is endless. you know, she yep. has to run another workshop, a with breathing us. workshop. Yeah. So yeah. All right. Well let let our listeners write to us yep. and you know we can um, source a lot of different information. We know some mm. some people. Yep.
0: Yeah. We know people <laughs> and we also know ourselves. So if you have a topic that You want us to cover or you want us to find a guest about yeah please let us know and we will um tee up a bunch of episodes finishing off this year and into the the new year which is crazy fabulous yeah great
1: well good wrap
0: yeah thanks guys great